it's weird. It's like you're missing this like compassionate DNA gene. <laughs> I'm right, really is. bad on this right now. Well, I wasn't used to girls pretending like they they like you a lot, and then the next day they don't, and then they like you again. Wow, I'm bang, just getting bang. roasted Shut here. The pill. Happy claps. All right, and welcome back to another episode of Off the Pill Podcast. Today joining us, we have Pacalito, as usual, per usual, and a very special guest, Miss Arden Cho, and... What was that? (laughs) And Chewy, who um, I I said we shouldn't bring in, but she's been... She doesn't doesn't bark. She's not a normal dog. Yeah, and she follows me everywhere. You said, yeah, (laughs) she's not a normal dog. she's not. (laughs) No, she really isn't. She's the runt of the litter. Definitely, I think that has something to do with it. Definitely no, I think special. it's because she grew up on set with me. That is not the reason. It's like it you is. trained her to be quiet. You did not train her. She was always like that. I don't know if I trained her to be quiet. I definitely didn't. But I think she you was think- always used to being around a lot of things happening in production. And I think she got used to it. You, so you don't think that the reason why she's quiet has nothing to do with the fact that she's the run to the litter and... Yeah, I won't lie. I thought she was deaf for the first like two years. <laughs> How well, is she, she never now? barked. Dude, she's look sick. at she's the best dog. She looks like she just popped a couple of, like. <laughs> can you see it in, the, in her frame? Um, I think like the very bottom, the very bottom of the yeah, frame. Can you see? Oh, her? it looks yeah, like yeah, you're yeah. you're forcing her to be. I'm here. not. I'm not. Yeah. I told her to leave. But people just listening. Uh, Chewie's just uh, sitting on Arden's lap. She is. Anyway, she's like super a chill. Animal. I did my intros. We have another sponsor for today. Luckily. Are you gonna do the claps? No. Okay. No. Well, it, it it is Skillshare. Ooh, you heard of Skillshare? I've heard before. of it. Um, basically, this episode is brought to you by Skillshare, which is an online learning community for creators with more than twenty five thousand classes in design, business, and well, they, they listed a lot of stuff. But there's actually like they gave me a. I'm not gonna read all of them, but aren't you supposed to go, read it all? I'm supposed to, but I went on it, and I I think it's better to just give personal experiences. Personal. I saw okay. like all these. They have a ton of random stuff, like how to uh ma- become an Instagram. Actually, that's what you do. You could become a teacher on there. How to become an Instagram? Uh, Get your followers. How to, how to make stuff. your business out of Instagram? Mm-hmm. How to make your Instagram your business? But I didn't really um, make it a business. No, you you kind of did. And yeah. what? Maybe if you take some classes on Skillshare, then maybe I can learn how to make it a real business. There you go. See Skillshare. We're we we didn't we're not even paying her to do that. She just said that. Anyway, uh, Hire me. if you <laughs> uh, if you join Skillshare, use the link. Um, I really hope that. Oh, here it is. Skillshare.com slash Higa. If you use that link, you will get two months free, courtesy of Skillshare and us, and it will make us look good. So do it. Do Thank it. you, Skillshare. All right, that's all. I also wow. want, that was so short. <laughs> I know. I also wanted to say though, when I was on there. I saw the, um, I mean, we, we brought this up when I was talking to JR. Yeah. Um, they have the weird classes. Like one of them I saw was how to lucid dream. And I was just like, that's something I would be interested in. Not so much the Instagram thing. <laughs> really? <laughs> I mean, I barely use my Instagram. I don't know. Sometimes good about it. I know that I'm dreaming. Then you're lucid dreaming. I still dreaming. can't get out of it. No. And then you, I can't make things happen the way I want to. Are and you it's sure terrible. you know? I know. Like I know it's a dream. I in know. the dream. It, when I'm in the dream, I know oh. because I always have these dreams that my teeth are falling out. What? And like, I know that it's a dream because something terrible is happening that I'm like, this just wouldn't happen in real life. And you can't change it? And I can't change it. 
Huh. It's terrifying. Dude, I had a weird dream. But I know that I'm in the dream. This is not even, this dream was very like big to me, but it seems so lame. Basically, we were at Ryan's house, all chilling, hanging out. And then they're like, Paco, we got a gift for you. And I was like, what? And he gives me like a small box and I open it and it's a business card. What does it have your name on it? Yeah, it says it says my CEO. name. CEO, <laughs> <laughs> and it's just like I can finally buy props and stuff. Oh, oh, business card. Oh, yeah, like yeah, a credit yeah. card. Yeah, yeah, like a credit oh, card. Oh, we're both thinking the same thing. Yeah. I was thinking like a like a card that says like Oh no, yeah, yeah. Paco like works credit, for RHBC. Yeah. No, a credit card business. Uh, card. Well, that's kind of based on like reality. That's like real life. Yeah, because dreams never make sense. Usually mine don't, but this one was like, I was like, oh, they trust me. Oh, no, definitely uh, not. <laughs> no, not sorry. Quite. Not uh, quite. Maybe, maybe in a couple of years. Well, I don't want to get back into the dream thing. Yeah. We already, we've been talking about that. I feel like we always end up there. Even with like David, <laughs> we started talking about it. Because you guys are weird like that. I know. I just think dreams are so interesting. Anyway. Anyways. Uh, what have you been up to? People want to know. People have been asking for you to be on this since the announcement. Oh, that's so nice. No, well, they, they've been asking for Arden Che. Oh, yeah. I'm sorry. I don't yeah. know her. Yeah. Ugh, who yeah. is she? She's like um, Harry version. I hate her. <laughs> Harry? Oh, she's the Harry she's version the of me? Yeah. What up, I mean, it's Arden basically, Che? Yeah, Arden Che. Um, yeah. They've been asking for you. That's and nice. I don't well, why don't we get a like quick introductory, too? Like For some people, maybe yeah. who don't know who you are. You yeah. Know? Just so just to start, I mean, Arden, Arden Cho is a actor slash... I guess a lot of things, actor slash singer slash CEO. You do CEO. Thank you. Yes, you should, you should talk about that actually. Okay. You took over a, a company. I did, um, I did. Go ahead. Oh, like right yeah, now? Yeah, talk about Leonard oh, and Church. Okay. Uh, so four years ago, I co-founded a company called Leonard and Church. Yes, we make watches, we make dog collars, and it's like a lifestyle brand that is bringing affordable quality pieces to you. Why watches though? So I collected watches since I was in high school. I think everyone should wear a watch and low-key judge people when they don't wear watches because I feel like they don't value time and that they don't respect I other people. It's time. more of a fashion <laughs> yeah. thing now, though. Well, but when you look thing. at your phone, what's the first thing on but, there? But, but that's the thing. I feel like, let's say you're in a meeting or let's say we're in this podcast mm-hmm. or you're in class. I think it's really rude to pull out your phone and check the time. True. But I think it's fine to like Yeah, but if you're talking a brief glance like, at your watch. Okay, nobody checks their time like this. I do because Only I don't you wear do because you don't wear watch. Yeah. <laughs> I am wearing it now to support. Guys, go to Leonard oh and Church. God. Is it LeonardandChurch.com? It is. LeonardandChurch.com <laughs> and support. She needs people to buy watches because it's I a do. new company that she just it took is. over. It it's, is. Not a, it's not a new company. Well, she just took over as CEO though. Right. So we, we've we been going for about four years and then a couple years into it. I mean, it's your it's a typical small startup company. We were bootstrapping a very, very small team of friends. And after a couple of years, everyone just sort of got tired and we kind of it was kind of a side project yeah for, it was, guys, for everybody right? it was a side thing so that's exactly. why it was hard to really like nobody was full-time and then about i think in around like 2017 2018 it was pretty much at a standstill and so around 2018 when basically my partners were like hey i think we are all kind of you know it was fun to try but we're kind of over it i felt like you know we didn't really get to do what I wanted to do with a company. I always wanted to make all the watches that I love and hopefully other leather goods as well. And so it was a good start, but I felt like there were a lot of things I didn't get to try yet. And so, yeah, yeah um, at the end of last year, we slowly transi- we slowly transitioned and I took over the company. Yeah. 
top of the year. So yeah, it's new and we're going through a lot of changes. I have a new team now, but it's very small. We have a very small well, you know, just like any startup. Team. But the watches are actually mad dope. Like whenever I go Thank on dates, you. I make sure to wear it. Yeah, Paco. Yeah. And then the girl's like, dang. That's like nice. you're a pretty disgusting person, but that watch, you know, I'll go on another date. They day do not with you. say that. No, too, yeah, you're right. They're like But you know what though? These watches are like they look expensive, but that's the thing I like about it. That I mean, the, your whole model was trying to get stuff that's not read because watches are like so expensive. Well, Some of them, but are. that's the thing. The reason why I started making watches was because since I collected watches since I was younger, you know, eventually as I got older, all my dream watches were getting so so expensive. I mean, they're more expensive than cars and houses. It's it's insane. And, and you so, still bought them. I mean, no, not you're a collector. I mean, not all of them. That Teen Wolf money, huh? No, she was on Teen Wolf for people. It's who don't definitely know. It's not Teen MTV Wolf show. money. <laughs> <laughs> no, okay, it's not Teen no, Wolf. No, but um, damn shade. It's other hard worked money. No, but I, I think for me, I started realizing that as I was learning about the watch business, it was just so inflated the pricing, and I realized you're really paying for the name. And I True. wanted to make great quality timepieces that I could sort of interchange and mix with the nicer pieces I have because you know it's like if you have a luxury car, like say like a Ferrari or a Porsche, you don't always drive that every day that might be your weekend car so i wanted to make a watch that essentially could mix in with higher end watches but never feel like i was going lower in quality if that makes sense mm -hmm. like our automatic watch i feel like our manufacturer advised us to sell it around like fifteen hundred two thousand dollars and we sell it for like right under four hundred dollars so i just wanted to make it really affordable and that's a watch that will last you a lifetime it's automatic you don't need a new battery and so yeah it's good i'm really proud of it so Okay, well, that's good. Yeah, that's pretty dope. Um, but I want to I want to hear about uh, we talked about you mentioned Teen Wolf a little bit. That kind of interests yeah. me. The watches are dope and everything, but you know, I know people care about Teen Wolf. Oh uh, yeah, every, every, a yeah. lot of people want to know about that. And and do you kind of like consider that like your start, like that really opened up acting for you? Well, I I feel like if I look back at the last ten years of my career, there's definitely like two moments. I mean, one actually is when I met you guys and we worked together. Agents oh, of Secret it, stuff. Yeah. yeah, I think that was for a ass. huge, yeah, for us. That was a huge turning point because I learned a lot about sort of that online world, which started music and YouTube for me. And that really kept me afloat for almost like six, seven years in LA. And if it wasn't for Ryan and Wong Fu encouraging me to pursue YouTube platform, also I don't know if media. Teen Wolf would have happened. Mm. Because I think at the time when I auditioned for Teen Wolf, I was in a place where I was actually ready to quit acting. I was going to go on tour. I had just finished recording my album and I was ready to sort of do shows and have fun and not do that audition grind. And so I went into that audition like, I don't even care. Talk about that audition and grind because I, 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 well, yeah, you did. But talk about that audition grind because a lot of people don't know and mm -hmm. realize. I mean, you, you tell me all the time when, you know, you're, I mean, you're nice enough where a lot of people reach out, like random people. And I, even I'm like, why are you gonna go meet this random person what if they're sketch and usually it's like some you know younger girl who looked up to you because she watched teen wolf or she watches chicago man whatever it is and they hit you up mm. and they want to be an actress or an actor mm. and you go and meet with them which is very nice of you i still think it can be sketch well you um, always think he always thinks the worst he's always like well you I'm might die safe. and this person is going to kill you <laughs> and i'm like it's like a 23 year old girl We're maybe like <laughs> that's what that's Although, what little kids oh, think oh, when they go and meet pedophiles. actually I have met a crazy girl yes. and she did the same thing. She emailed me like every month for about a year. And then I met her and she turned out to be mm -hmm. psycho. 
like okay. actually See, that's what legit I mean. it could scared happen. of her. Yeah. But so that, that has happened. It is the nice <laughs> side of you that does that. And I think you, people, a lot of times you were telling me that they, a lot of people just kind of assume, you know, if you work hard at this thing, it's going to happen. Mm-hmm. But that's not necessarily the case. So why don't you talk about that whole yeah. actor life? Yeah, I would grind. say acting, wow, it really is a grind. I don't think there ever is a point in your career, unless you're sort of in that top one percentile where it's not really a grind. Where at that point, you're sort of getting offers and you're really choosing. When you say one percentile, you're talking like A-listers? Yeah, you're top, yeah. top A-listers. I mean, I still see stars at auditions and I'm like, why are you here? I'm like, you're pretty famous. Like who? No, I don't want to yeah, say. I don't want to like call <laughs> people out. <laughs> no, but I'm there's definitely been times where I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm a fan of you. And I we're know. sitting next to each other. Yeah. And we're auditioning for the same part. And I was like, oh, you're totally going to get it. <laughs> I'm like, like, it's cool though. I would book you too. Like you're way funnier Wait, are you or actually, You're not saying that. No, 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 I would. Oh. Like, no, no, I'm like thinking it. Oh, like if yeah, I was yeah. a producer and I'm auditioning, like I'd probably pick that girl. But also too, it's, I'm being realistic. Like she's been in a bunch of movies. I mean, there's a few people that I'm like, yeah, I'd, I'd book her. Tell us one. No, I don't want to say. Why? No. You it's, think it's going to offend them? Is it private? Auditions know. are not private, are they? Sometimes, because I think some people, oh, they might yeah, be embarrassed if people it. knew that they auditioned okay. for certain things. Right. Well, you know, courtesy. I just want to respect people. Well, you never know. But yeah, basically, back to the audition grind. I mean, I think a lot of people think that you just hear about a project, you audition, and then you book it. But it's definitely not like mm-hmm. that. I think there's just a, a long process where there are auditions, there's callbacks, there's producer sessions, director sessions. There's There's so many sessions until you're in the mix and then when you're in the mix for tv they'll then choose a few for like chemistry tests or screen testing and then go from there and teen wolf was a really tough process actually i auditioned for it um i think at least three times before the chem read uh that i had with tyler posey Uh and then even after that i think the network or the producer somebody wasn't quite sold I think it might have been like an age thing or the fact that I wasn't Japanese. Um, either way, we ended up having to but go. But you are part <laughs> Japanese. We can come back to that. Yeah, we'll come back. Go <laughs> ahead. Go ahead. So, yeah, they actually had me come all the way to set. They had the set team do my hair and makeup. They were amazing. They, like, put me basically on set, and we ended up shooting our audition scene with like the actual crew is amazing. Like they went above and beyond to really fight to get me that opportunity. So I'm really thankful for that. And I would definitely say, you know, Paco asked earlier, but I would say Teen Wolf was, at least in my acting career, probably the biggest moment that sort of set the tone for, I guess, the start of my career and what I felt like, I don't know. Um, I don't want to say like it defines me, but I definitely think it's something that I'll always look back and say, oh, I'm really thankful for that experience. And right. I'm so happy to have been <clears throat> Kira Yukimura, especially because... 11, 12 years ago when I moved out to LA, I never imagined that I'd actually be on not only a TV show, but a hit TV show and to be a series regular. And a cool character. Yeah, and a cool character, like right. An like action-based, like superpower character. Right, and the thing that's really fun about that is she actually, I don't think, was intended to have a lot of action and stuff, but I think the writers and the creators of the show, they're really good about incorporating what the actual actor knows how to do. So I remember by like season four, they'd be like, hey, what weapons do you know? And because I knew how to use nunchucks, they like randomly threw that in there. Mm-hmm. And I started season four playing with nunchucks. And so that was a lot of fun. So I feel like Kira sort of evolved to be like a version of me, you know, and a version of her. And so right. she'll always be like special to me. I miss Kira. 
Kira. Kira what Yukimura. was the last? Yukimura. Kira Yukimura. Kira I can't Knightley. even. Yeah. Oh. I can't even say it. But speaking about that. Um, I know you're Japanese. Mm. You took, what did you take? What is it called? <laughs> no, so you know what? Man, you're stealing this. I was going to make a video about it. Okay. It's all good. No, 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 but you know you're what? It's Japanese. fine. We're going to announce it on, on <laughs> Off the Bill podcast right now because, you know, it's some super top secret information. It's is, really this, is it? Not, no. I think it'll help you, actually, because you Will can play it? more roles now. I guess. Yeah, which now is you really aren't culturally appropriating something, you know? Yeah. Did you ever well, get flack for that? I don't think so, right? No, I mean. Japanese don't really care. I will say, though, it, it's disappointing that as Asian American actors, we are limited to only play your own ethnicity when American actors or British actors or Australian actors really play anything that can pass as white. Right. So I think that's really unfair. I don't well, think I should play a role that's, let's say, Filipino or Indian, because obviously I don't think I can physically pass for that. But speaking of the DNA test, I took three. <laughs> and there was one that was like junk. It actually just said, you are 100% Asian. And I was like, great, what? I knew that. And then there was one <laughs> that said I was 60% Japanese and 30% Chinese Vietnamese. Like, mm -hmm. I think like 10% like Mongolian mixed random stuff. No Korean. And then there was another test that said I was like 40% Korean and then a bunch of other stuff. And Japanese too. Japanese. Yeah, that but was the consistent right, thing. Right. So though. the consistent thing was that I was mostly Japanese and Chinese. So I was yeah. like, wait, that's so weird. So I'm not Korean. And then I asked my mom and she was like, hmm. I was like, what? I thought she was going <laughs> to be like, no, we are Korean. But she was just like, eh, you know, in Asia, everybody is just, you Mixed. know, where you live, you're Korean. If yeah. you're culturally, Korea, you are Korean though. You speak Korean. Yeah. You're, I mean, mm. you know, more Korean people who speak fluent Korean say that your Korean's like perfect. Mm. Oh, so. no, that's an accent. I can hear it. Oh man, yeah, that was <laughs> bad. It was, it was awkward because it came out of nowhere. Oh, but Ryan speaks Korean. No, I don't. Yeah, he does. Come on. Okay. Did I speak Korean too? Yeah. What do you, you know? Don't. <sighs> That means mm. pervert. Oh, yeah. You probably get that yeah. a lot. I get that a lot. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, but really, though, so you were saying, uh, I mean, in, in actor life, mm. and this is a true thing, you've been turned down roles because you weren't a certain type. Oh, of, yeah. I mean. Like if you weren't Chinese or if. For sure, but for sure. technically, if you were to show the DNA results, you could You're be like, like I me. have Japanese. I have yeah. Chinese. Yeah. Because your character on Teen Wolf was Japanese. Right. Korean. Well, or just Japanese. that's the thing. She was supposed to be full Japanese because right. she's Kira Yukimura. Yes. But because I got casted for the show, they actually made her half Korean, half Japanese, which was awesome, but I don't think it was necessary. Yeah. But it did bring a really cool storyline talking about Japanese heritage and why we took my mother's last name versus our father's. And we had some really great episodes about that. And so I think it turned out better. But I don't think it was necessary because I think if she was full Japanese, I think I could have still passed as that. Right. And so, but, yeah, I think what do you think about when people, because there's a huge community, especially in the mm -hmm. Asian community, who get really upset too. Oh, yeah. And of I course. think that's part of the reason why people yeah. want to cast exactly what it's said to mm -hmm. be. Um, but I mean, what do you think about that? I mean, there's so many people who are, you know, it's hard. It's like a. It's it's hard to balance that. It's mm -hmm. like you don't want people to appropriate, uh, <laughs> like you don't want it to be whitewashed. But at the same time, where do you draw the line? You know, well, I think you draw the line when creatively you will sort of harm the project. 
for example, like there is a part that I've, you know, politely turned down because the role was Mandarin speaking and they were only going to give me like two to three months of dialect coaching. And I didn't think that was enough for me to be able to truly pass. And I knew about three actresses that I thought were amazing and perfect for the part and friends. And so I just passed it along and it was great for them. But I think for me, I knew that as an actor, I couldn't do that well. And so I think, I think for me, and I hope other actors, it's really just comes down to, can you tell the story well? Right. Can you tell it without sort of disturbing, I, I guess. The, the main idea. And right, right, like right. The authenticity of where exactly. the whole project is coming from. Yeah. So, I mean, I think if it's a character where, um, yeah, I mean, even if it's someone who, even though I speak Korean, the film is about someone who like comes from Korea to speak English. I don't think that I would probably be the best for the part. Right. There's going to be other actors that are great for it. Mm-hmm. But I think if it's a girl from Hong Kong and she's supposed to be ethnically Chinese, but she's in America, or even if she grew up in Hong Kong, but she went to like international school, I think I could play that because I speak English yeah. <laughs> and I've been to Hong Kong. And, and now when you go into casting, you should bring in your DNA results <laughs> and be like, look, yeah. well, I am actually, I think most people like, I mean, cause our parents, you know, a lot mm-mm. of, especially first gen, uh, not that mine's are, <laughs> but um, a lot of parents of friends that I know are very proud, obviously. Right. Like oh, it, Asians are just, I mean, they fight amongst each other even. Yeah. But that's you know? the main problem. I think underlying issue is there's a lot of racism within the Asian yeah. culture. There's so much racism even from Koreans to Korean Americans and people in True. China to Chinese Americans and then not to mention, you know, Korea and Japan and, you know, et cetera, et cetera. There's so much racism that is within the Asian cultures that causes all this animosity. So the issue really isn't casting because I think right now, and what I always tell people is we just need more stories. You know what I mean? And I think, for example, like Jessica Van, a good friend of mine, she is not Korean, but she plays the lead in Soul Searching, which is about Koreans going to Korea to find out about their identity, but they're adopted Koreans. And she absolutely kills the film. Yeah. And it makes me so happy. I've seen it like seven times and I'm so proud of her. And as someone who is ethnically Korean, I'm really, really happy that she portrayed that character so well. And I don't think anyone else could have done it Mm -hmm. as well as she did. And to me, if that movie helps her build her career, then she will one day be at a place where she can then talk about who she really is. And she speaks Mandarin. She does a lot of things. And now we understand more about Asians. You know what I'm saying? Whereas I think if we don't, if we block those opportunities and if Asians are the ones complaining about miscasting, then casting directors are just going to cast white. And I've heard this a lot. Like they'll be like, oh, it's an anime. We need Japanese. And they're like, oh, we can't find Japanese actors and you're Korean and you're Chinese. They're like, we just don't want to upset people. So we're going to upset people anyways. We'll just cast white. Mm -hmm. And so I'm always like so frustrated when I hear that. And so that's why one of the reasons why like I love sharing sort of casting information with a lot of my actor friends is that I I hope it stays ethnic because we have a smaller pool to choose from. You know, I think that's why when um, other ethnic, like I think that's why when Caucasians are like, oh, well, that role was supposed to be white and it went to a black actor or went to an Asian actor and they get upset about it. I'm like, are you serious right now? (laughs) We have less opportunities to choose from to begin with. Yeah, you know. But th- I mean, they're seeing it. They're seeing it from a like 
principle standard there's you know because there's such a heavy push behind anything there's always going to be a counter action i i mean i agree mm-hmm. obviously they've dominated the realm um but i can see what they're trying to say like based on principles like well technically you know if if that person in the story is asian and you cast white you guys would be upset so why are you allowing this white person in this story being cast as something else mm-hmm. so i could i could see what they're trying to say but I also see what you're trying to say. Yeah. I think you're never going to, I think there's going to be a lot of Asians that disagree with you. Yeah. And I've already seen it. And I just like, I just sit back. <laughs> just like, this is, there's, to me, I think, um, I mean, it's it's very important to your specific job. Yeah. And I that's mean, why I wanted you to speak about it because you deal with that all the time. Oh, of course. And, and of course, there's always a part of me that's going to try to be considerate of what people will feel and, you know, how it might be perceived. But I always tell people, you have to think about it this way. Wouldn't you want a show like Fresh Off the Boat to exist and to be great as it is or them to have just not done it because they couldn't find the father? Because Randall Park is great. Mm-hmm. He's so great, but he's not Chinese. Nice no, Korean. But I think he's great. Yeah. And See, so I don't think that though, should be an issue. You know it, what I'm saying? It also shouldn't be because most of those people, no, most Asian ethnicities are not 100% anything. Right, right. And so that's why I'm saying I think the people who are upset are yeah. the ones that are extremely prideful and, I'm sorry to say this, racist. Yeah, it's, it's well, it's people who take a lot, of, I, I think this is where it comes from, it's parents who take so much pride in their culture, which is a great thing. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, if you're really breaking it down, I think that's what, what it is based on. It's like, this is a culturally Korean thing, but like, like just like you, you're culturally Korean, but technically you might not be korean right technically right um unless we find out later down the road all these dna tests were all scams yeah. <laughs> we had no honestly, idea honestly i kind of felt like there's it. a possibility there is a possibility we don't know enough i about have it. heard that there's just not enough data for asian people which is why the tests Next all results. came out so different right so i'm i was recommended to do it again in a couple of years once the data pool has increased the data pool yeah the data pool all right. Well, going on uh, to back to uh, a- acting and stuff. Mm. Um, I guess a lot something that a lot of people were very curious about is like what pushed you into this direction, and did you get support from your friends and family? Because that's something that you know. But look at that little smirk on your face. I know you got something to say. No, I mean it's just I don't know. Sometimes now that I'm older, I think it's funny when I look back and think how did I end up here and how did I start this? You know, it seems pretty crazy. But yeah, I mean, growing up, I loved telling stories. I love making people laugh. I think I would always sort of act out the day to my parents. And since I was like three or four, they said I was always singing around the house. So I, w- I knew I wanted to be a performer. But then when I was in high school and college, I was too shy to sort of join the drama club and I didn't think I'd be good enough. So I never really auditioned. So I was really scared to audition. Even well, though you I also wanted to be. With no Asians. So right, in the Midwest. And help. so I grew up really confused about my identity. Yep. But um, I think in college, after graduating, I felt like, and, th- and that's a really long story, but there was someone who really inqu- in- encouraged me. Oh, sorry. You have any issues? I'm going to put Chewy down. Just yep. She's, Arden's putting her dog down. <laughs> that's all so bad. <laughs> Only that does sound bad. <laughs> She's no, putting no, no. the dog no, on no. the ground. <laughs> Sorry. Also, you guys said it was She's cold in here, down. so I like put layers on, it and isn't. now it's really hot. Okay, well after the shishi break, we'll, yeah, we'll after turn the shishi it down break, I'm gonna have to like because um, I'm wearing I'm wearing an off the pill. Oh, uh, hey, shout out shirt, and it's I am uh, drinking water in an off the pill podcast mug. 
Thanks. For so that. Um, you didn't tell her to do that. Sponsored by just gave it to her. Off the Pill. Well, no, no um, he it's forced not. me Skillshare. to wear this. Yeah, Skillshare. <laughs> oh, sorry. He That's our me. merch. No, yeah. um, no, um okay, sorry. So back to acting. Yeah, it's a really long story, but I was encouraged to pursue what brought me joy and try to do something good and radical with it. And I wanted to yeah, hopefully make a difference. Not just as a female, but as an Asian American. I grew up really confused about my identity. I thought I was I think I thought I was white when I was like 20. Uh-huh. I know it sounds really weird, but. I mean, you're, um, <laughs> I don't know if you want to talk about it, but you told me that story about your kindergarten teacher or something. Oh yeah. I have experienced so much racism my entire life. Yeah. I think when I was in kindergarten, I had a teacher sort of split the class up in groups. She was like, okay, everybody with blue eyes on this corner, everybody with hazel eyes here and everybody with brown eyes over here. And I was like, oh, I have brown eyes. So I went over in the brown eyes group. And she was like, what are you doing? And I was like, um, going in the brown eyes group. She's like, no, your eyes are black. You're all by yourself. And I was like, what? <laughs> and I'm like five, so I'm like crying inside, but also just like too shocked to actually cry. But that was sort of like the beginning of where I was like, oh, I am the only one that is, yeah, different. But then I think growing up, I really wanted to fit in and when I was younger. Um, I was born in Amarillo, grew up in Dallas, so mostly lived in Plano. But isn't there a lot of, I might be tripping, but I thought there was a lot of Asians in Dallas, no? Yeah. Houston, there are. Like 10 years after me. Oh, okay. Is that why? Yeah, way to age me up. But also, if you think about this, at least the teacher recognized you did have eyes. She could have said, Ooh, you have you no eyes. Racist. But that's you because I'm an Asian with big eyes. And, then and they're Arby. all natural. Yeah, whatever. Don't be hating, Paco. Just I'm not hating. I'm saying she could have. That's true. That's true. It could have gotten even worse. She could have said, ching chong ding dong. Yeah. Wow, yeah. dude, you just went racist again. Yeah, I've, I've gotten some of those kinds of comments, even with my name. They always try to make Arden Cho somehow Asian. Adriano Chow. And I'm like, what? Where did you get all those extra letters? Dude, that's, that was their insults? No, it would be actual teachers trying to read my name. Oh. <laughs> and they would always say, chow, chow. And even this morning, I was on the phone with the bank, and they were like, chew. And I'm like, it's C-H-O, cho. There's no you, but they kept saying, Miss Chew, Miss Chew, whatever. Close, though. They were yeah. really close. Give them that. <laughs> but yeah, I think because I grew up not seeing Asian Americans on TV or media, I felt like I just didn't belong in this world, and I felt like an alien, and... I think there are two ways you can go with life. You can either sit back and complain about it or you can get involved and do something. And so I was like, I'm going to take a leap of faith and try to get involved and do something. And I moved to LA (laughs) with like no money and two suitcases and didn't know anybody. Found a roommate on Craigslist who was crazy. (laughs) And then? And I cried every day for five years. Yep. And then I filmed a YouTube video. Yep. And then I started making YouTube videos. And then I booked some jobs. (laughs) And here I am today. And now you're on Chicago Med. Oh, yeah. Wow. Shout out to Chicago That Med. was a really good timing on the applause, Paco. I'm yeah. so proud of you. I'm a comedian, all right? It's all about timing, <laughs> baby. Um, uh, but yeah, I'm on Chicago Med. It's crazy. Somehow, I think I've now done about like 15 episodes, and I'm yep. really, really thankful. It's a great gig. Well, that's why we couldn't get you on earlier is because mm-hmm. you were in Chicago filming. I um, was. For those that were asking. Hey, and um, I leave at 4 a.m. 
because I actually work uh, tomorrow in Chicago and it's a four hour flight. So I got to leave. Well, this comes out the following. It's not coming out today. Well, I know, but just saying. Yeah, you'll be in Chicago for a little bit. In the morning to go film, but I'm here for you guys and you, of course. Yep. And (laughs) we will be right back because we need to take a shishi break. Wait, already? But I don't even need to shishi. It's not all about you, Arden. <laughs> oh, why? Do you have to shishi? No, but the, oh. maybe the viewers do. Oh, that is oh true. okay. But all then right. they could probably just bring their phones with yeah, them. Yeah, can't they just the- like shishi while they're watching? <laughs> mm. That would be our break. Also, can they shishi while they watch? Yeah. Don't they break. know what, sh- do they know what shishi means? Yeah, some of them. Oh, okay. All right. It's an okay. inside joke. Well, everybody, it's time for the shishi break. Have a good time and we'll see you back in five. Yeah, that was good. It's five seconds, I think. Oh, maybe okay. even less. <laughs> Oh, wait, now I have to shishi. See? <laughs> <laughs> so, hello, everybody. We're back from the shishi. Who break. are you? Oh. We got to do the clappy claps. Who oh, are sorry. you? <laughs> hey, hey, you. Hey. Get your own podcast. <gasps> wow. Paco, feeling a little aggressive this morning. Yes, I've, I've, I've only said three sentences in the first half. My anxiety about am I being loved by strangers is flaring up right now. Yes, Okay, yes. then I'll let you, can you can that. bring us back. You can do the, and we're back. What know. do you mean I did it? Okay, all right, and we're back. <laughs> <laughs> you want to read the Skillshare thing? Dude, I'd love to, but it. they probably want your voice. Be, Actually, you would be good. It. I don't know if they want my voice. Dude, let's have a competition. Say. Let's have a competition. No, but then we're going to read three times. <laughs> Dude, that means Unless three times the page. You know funny? <laughs> we could read it three times, and I'm basically doing it for work. free. Yeah, you are. Baby, will you write me at least dinner? Um, <laughs> uh, if I read it? I have uh, this. I just went to Costco and got some. Actually, I shouldn't oh say. Oh, my gosh. Should I tell them about our super romantic date last week? Or tell them the steak let me, story. Wait, I gotta read this, the guys. Steak story? What steak story? Oh, I can talk, talk about that. But before we get that, this episode, once again, is brought to you by... Skillshare. Thank you. And there's over 25,000 classes. I don't think I need to say this. I know they want me to, but I'm just going to be more straight up and be like, honestly, if you guys want to learn some cool stuff, go to Skillshare. If you use our link, Skillshare.com slash Higa, you get an extra two months free. And I'm talking Yay. like, you might be wondering, oh, why don't I just go to YouTube and look up these th- these random, I mean, you can learn a lot of stuff on YouTube, but they basically these things are very like professionally done. I'm sure they- uh, And apparently you said they have they to be verified, right? I think they, I think that you can become a teacher. I think anyone can, but I think they screen it because mm-hmm. all the ones that I've seen are super professional. So I'm pretty sure it's like, it's almost like going to like a higher quality version of like tutorials mm-hmm. to a certain and- degree. You get the first two months free. So it's like, yes, if you use really, our link, Skillshare.com. Oh, when we sign up, Skillshare.com slash Higa. So that they know that, oh, they heard this on the podcast. So I'm nice. going to, yeah, you know. I'm signing up right now. No, you're not. I see you yeah, right here. Your <laughs> phone is on the side. <laughs> I'm signing up I have up right an account, now. though. Do, 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 do. At least for two months. Free. I have. Oh. To, I, I do have an Mentioned account. Mentioned by Off up. the Pill Podcast. Episode um, nine is up. Just kidding. I just got a tweet notification oh, yeah, from that's Paco. Separate. That's not me. Oh, that's who runs the Off the Pill podcast. That is a secret. Yeah, <gasps> you don't need to know who it is. Maybe it is me. It's but for I'm sure not Paco. To say. I know it's Paco. It's actually multiple people. Oh, okay, fine, guys. I lied. It's me. But it's <laughs> nobody but in the videos that you know. Sometimes I'm on it. It's me. No. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and we are back. Wow. We're back. Hey. The second part, let's let's get it spicy. Let's get what? it kicking. Get what spicy? Let's get it c- 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 crack a lacking. 
I feel oh like that just gosh. made me want to eat a burrito with some extra hot, hot spicy sauce. <laughs> what? I don't know why. Are you hungry? We just ate. We did? I um, didn't eat. Yeah. Anyways, uh, let's get into it. All right. I just want to know first impressions of each other uh, and then second impressions of each other second. after reconnecting through Facebook. Okay. We first impressions. through Facebook? Yeah. The first time when I ate you up. No. <laughs> she has a better memory. So last time we talked about wow. it was on the podcast, right? The last time when we talked about when we first met. That you you said I this. talked about yeah, this yeah, and yeah. how we have different and I said I was gonna let yeah. you talk tell okay. your side how we think we met at different times. I mm. think we met um well I, I know I think I know <laughs> that we did not meet what do you know? at a casting thing because Wong Fu was casting for Agents of Secret stuff. Yeah, we did a Kemley together. I auditioned and we read together. I don't. And recall. I was like, I do not recall. I, this. I think my first impression of you was just like, oh, he's just like this guy, and I don't. Damn, really what the hell? Think it's I'm just sorry, this guy. No, no, <laughs> no. I mean, but I'm there for like an audition, and so yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't think I was thinking much of it. I just wanted to do my part well, and I I just auditioned. And then go home and cry again. I could have swore that I saw your audition via tape. And not in person. That's why I think our stories vary. I think um, we should ask one of the guys that was there. Like I know Phil Chris, must have been. Kristen was there, and yeah. I think Phil was there. So we'll have from to talk Wong to Fu. one of those guys. Yeah, Phil from Wong Fu. Should we just well, text well, him and ask? So <laughs> your I mean, first impression of Ryan was, oh, he's just some guy. Yeah, that's what she just said. That's what <laughs> that she said. That's not so bad. I mean, no. I mean, I just was like, oh. But you know what? I can't even remember. So yeah, he doesn't even remember <laughs> me. So <laughs> obviously, <laughs> obviously, I was not memorable. No, I and do wow, remember, like oh wow, this is a real actor because I haven't worked with actors, and I wasn't an actor. Mm. I was just like, oh man, You're I better like really. I was intimidated, not just by her, but like all the other actors. I actually we did had. feel like you were scared of me a little. I was scared of um, scared the of whole me. situation. Because even like getting a sound guy and mm -hmm. like I wasn't used to that stuff. I was just like, oh, I better actually learn my lines. Because Paco knows when I'm doing videos, I'll have stuff that I write, but I'll just go off Dude, script. He'll go like line after line and he'll mess it up so much. And I'll go like, sometimes it'll change the story. Yeah. <laughs> like and he'll be like, oh, let's do this now. Yeah. And then um, it messes everything I know. up. So uh, yeah. Things. All right. I, I was more worried about that, I think, at the time. All right, and then uh, so you guys are dating, and then there's a steak story. Oh my god! Wait, which steak? Are you talking about the, the first time around? The first time. Oh, yeah. I just think that's funny. It's not, I mean, we didn't even say that, that we funny. dated the first time around. That's why I was like, well, we kind of dated. Yeah, the first no, time I mean, it wasn't even like it was just like we were getting to know each other. Yeah. But I was. I wouldn't consider it dating. Yeah, and I think we wanted different things, and honestly, we didn't really know what we wanted. I mean, I knew what I wanted back then. Back then, I wanted yeah. to get married and have like 500 kids, and Ryan five was like, hundred? what? Yeah, it and seems so more like 700 for you. Out. No, it was just five, really. Five, it's perfect well, you for had your, a team. You had your, not that I knew, but you had a very strict plan for your plan. future, and you set and reminders, and you had failed. reminders for it. I don't know if you want to bring that up or not. Yeah, no, I was a little weird. Um, I basically thought that I'd be married with kids by the time I was 23. And I met Ryan when I was, I think about, wait. 24. How, yeah, about that age. And so I think at that point I was really feeling rushed where I was just like, whoever I date next, like we're going to get married. And so unless we're going to get married, I don't want to waste my time. Mm -hmm. And so I think I was a little bit kind of mean to you because I kind of was like don't waste my time because you young I wasn't mean though you young. I wasn't mean back 
You were kind of mean at the end, though. I was because I was a little annoyed. I was just like not used. I wasn't. I was very like confused. Oh, you were not used to girls saying no to you. You're not used to the rejection. No, I, no, I wasn't used to girls pretending like they they like you a lot, and then the next day they don't, and then they like you again. Wow, I'm bang, just getting bang. roasted Shut here. Okay, okay. In his no, okay, you can you can my say my defense. Yes, it's not that I was pretending to like you, and and we've talked about this. It was that. There was a part of me that didn't like you. You made me laugh and you were so fun and I thought you were really intelligent and charming and awesome. But then there was this other part of me that was like, no, you have to think with your head. Schedule. He's too young. He's not ready for anything serious. Like, don't waste your time. You're only getting older. Time is ticking, tick, 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 you know? So I think there was this, I, I was really torn. And yeah. so that was why and I definitely I was wasn't gonna confused. get. I was nine, twenty, maybe 20, at the time. Yeah, you were twenty. And like I, mm. so like the weird thing, there was like a lot of awkward things where like we'd go, not like we were dating, but we'd go on like dates. I guess that's dating. <laughs> yeah, we would <laughs> we'd go, go to like dinner, dinner and stuff and then like he that. Can't and I can't wine. even get wine. <laughs> yeah. yeah, like because I'm underage. And like <laughs> to her, she would make me feel like, like oh, I mean, sorry. I was like, I would feel embarrassed because we'd be with like some of her friends, and they would all be like a little older. I mean, not like. 24, 25. They're older than you. That's why. Yeah. A lot of my friends are older. And so then so we were in me, situations where they were much older than you. Yeah. yeah. Like, like seven, eight years. Mm. And then I'm just like, oh, I can't get wine. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> and I think at that time, like I was really not okay with that either. So that bothered me a lot. That would bother me too, though. Yeah. I mean, it's a little different when the guy's was, older, I think. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Is that sexist? No, no, no. But it, I think it's true, right? Like it's a little, it's not as, as weird for the for the yeah. girl i guess but even then if you were a 25 uh, year old guy or 24 year whatever and you were dating somebody who was 20 and you went to a restaurant with all your friends who are like 28 29 and you guys all got wine and this person gets carded and you can't even be there that would be pretty awkward for you yeah wouldn't it yeah even it if be. that was a girl mm -hmm. yeah that would be pretty but i think weird. as girls it just feels less weird i think it just Maybe it's sexist, but I think I just really had <laughs> an issue with you being younger at I the time. I was pretty young. But yeah, but obviously but I over up. it and I, I don't really care. And age. now, yeah, Ryan is <laughs> like an really old hard. grandpa and what? he's so old and boring. Like I think I'm <laughs> way more fun, <laughs> but wow. I'm also old and boring. <laughs> so no. now we're both old and boring. You like so a roast session, baby. Okay, well. I will roast you so hard. I'm Papa ready. does fun things. Let's go. I do I a lot of yeah. fun things. Yeah. I'm trying to do more fun things. You already do. I don't know why you're saying. What do like you, you mean? I want to do, do more fun things. Wow. Because I didn't live my twenties very fun. I think I was so ready to like grow up and be an adult mm. that I didn't get to have a lot of fun. So now in my thirties, I'm trying to enjoy life more and have fun. Like I made Ryan do a staycation yesterday. Yep. And he's really happy about it. Obviously. No, I mean it's not. But it was I great. We had a nice like, dinner. I mean, we went to get massages. A couple's massage. It was really romantic. Yeah, we. Um, I just always thought that was such a weird concept. Staycation, where you get a hotel in the same city that you live in. Yeah. And a part of me, I mean, I got used to it because she likes doing that. But a part of me, at first, was just like, this doesn't make sense. We have a regular bed, like a cleaner one, probably. I don't even. I don't. I think about those kind of things when I'm walking around a hotel know, and you're do. barefoot. I'm like. Man, I know there's probably spit and like all kinds of who knows what's on that floor. Yeah. And there's no way they cleaned it very well in between the hour that we had. No, they definitely they they don't they don't clean the remotes. That stuff bothers me. They don't I know clean it shouldn't. The curtains. But it looks okay to the naked eye. Yeah. Mm. 
I don't know. I just love hotels and I love room service. And so, You like yeah. making a mess and not cleaning. Stop it. That's I not know. why. Yeah. I mean, I think it's because, okay, a little bit is that I don't have to clean it because I'm the type that True. once it's messy, like I need to clean it right away. That's why like even when I'm hosting people, I feel like I'm always cleaning the whole time yep. because I want it to stay clean. But then when I'm in a hotel, I feel like it's okay because it's not my house. <laughs> but I don't really make it messy. No, yeah, you don't make fine. it messy. I get it. I mean, I get but the whole staycation thing. For all you couples out there, um, yes. if you can't get away for a long time, well, I don't know. I, I, I think you like it. I don't know if everybody would like that. Well, I think it's about making time to spend time together. I mean, for those of you guys who don't know, we've been long distance for a really long time. And Ryan works 365 days out of the year. He works on his birthday. He works on holidays. He works every single day. This is work. Barely. This is work. So he works every this day, guys. This and is not so work to me. if I'm like, me. let's take a trip and let's go on a vacation, I've it's done it. really hard for him to take more than, you know, a couple of days off. And so staycations are better because then he only loses one work day or he can like today part of the staycation and then we work in the yeah. afternoon. And so, yeah. But okay, well, I, I also admire that about Ryan. So I know this is not a full roasting session. Um Thank Ryan you. is very hardworking, and that's one of the things that makes me like him. So, yeah. Why you got to talk like that? I don't know, because all of a sudden I felt really shy because I was, like, being honest. Let's talk about Paco now. No, yeah, that's let's weird. Talk about this Paco. is about you guys. This is about you guys. I already well, know how much about you guys Arden, love me. Part of what Arden does for you is whenever you get into, like, uh, a relationship of some sort... Let's not talk about but this. But Paco don't he, listen you, to you me. You want to bring up he stuff? He don't listen. What? And I give I him advice listen. and he don't listen. I and he just drops be... everything for a girl because when he's in See, love, he is so in love. But I'm telling you people, I think there's that a lot is of guys. not the way to do it. See? Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. That is oh. not the way to do that. it. You need balance. Let me defend myself. No. No defending <laughs> allowed. <laughs> this is now roasting Paco time. Yeah. Uh, but I mean- Talk about it because I think that's very relatable for a lot of people, especially people who, I mean, people don't date as much, I feel like, mm-hmm. right? Dating uh, is like happening less and less. Not like, like uh, I guess, exclusive. Real dating. date. Yeah, real yeah. dating, not like yeah. Tinder hookups. Yeah. Well, I think the generation has just changed a lot and it's really weird because there's just too many options and everybody is sort of always like one foot in one foot out or like always kind of yeah. looking that way and that way because everybody doesn't want to FOMO. Commit. they have FOMO, right 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 and they don't want to commit and it's sort of like you go on a couple dates but it's just like dinner or whatever and then you're like oh but let me see if i can meet somebody better yeah but i think that's why like we work because we're both like old school and we're just kind of like you can nah. take out school you're both old uh, thanks but also like we're too lazy to like meet new people like we yeah. never did i've never had Tinder, coffee meets bagel, any of those. Like, I don't even know which way to swipe. And I don't think you've ever had that either. Oh, I missed have that you? phase of, uh, <laughs> no, Tinder. We, that yeah, was we like both how many missed years it. Ago. Yeah. yeah, yeah, we missed it. And honestly, there's like a small part of me that's like, oh, that could kind of be fun. But also it's very overwhelming and scary to think that you're just out there and people can like just swipe, swipe yeah. you yes or no. And it's just so like, I don't know, yeah. feels really unauthentic. Damn, I have a lot to say a lot of people. on it. I know. Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. No, but I mean, I have a lot of friends who found their soulmates on those sites. And so I think it's great if you match with the right type of person. But back to Paco. All right. That's I think good. Paco that's just, <laughs> he just has a big heart. And I know you guys all think he's like nasty and that he's just crazy. Who's, who's, who are you guys? Um, the audience. They just probably think Paco is a mess, but he's actually, he's actually pretty sweet. 
Stop! This is weird! I know, I know. <laughs> You're ruining my brand right I'm now! I'm ruining your image. I'm ruining your image. But really, yeah, he's, he's really sweet. And he and I think he goes above and beyond and maybe a little too much. So I always tell people, like, if you like someone or if you love someone, your instinct is to, like, sort of give everything and do everything. But I always tell people, like, Paco, you just got to, like, reel it back a little bit. Oh, no, definitely. Like You give too much too early. I know. I okay, and then like, it's like, oh, okay, bye. Let me defend myself right, then. Right. So about a year ago... It was real bad. Oh, yeah, I know. Yeah, True. like I would ask Arden like all types of stuff and everything. And I would be like going out to L.A. all the time, um, like for this girl and everything. And I would just give way too much. And Arden was like, like, why are you doing that? You don't even know if this person likes you or anything like um, make them want to work for you type of thing. And, and it totally made sense. Um, and as of recent, like I, I I'm focusing on myself a lot more. Um, and when you start working on yourself. And this is all things that I'm kind of like learning from you, you know. So just to show you that I listen and I do oh, learn. Wow, I'm so excited yeah. to hear this. But all right. when you work on yourself, you make yourself the prize. You make yourself important. And other people will see that and value that in you. And they're like, oh, I do want to like, you know, get to know this person. Like, you know, how are they so focused? And, and passion is something that a lot of people respect and admire and find attractive. And, mm. you know, I got a lot of passion, dude. I like that. You do listen sometimes. See, and that's why I'm a lot better now. I'm proud of you, Paco. And that yeah. is the basic relationship that you guys have had. Paco coming to you, you telling him the same thing, him not listening, and then a year later, now you kind of listen. Yeah, I'm a lot better now, okay? Mm -hmm. And for those of you guys out there, yeah, I feel like if you are you know, wanting to date and get into a relationship, I always say the best advice is love yourself, know what you want and who you are, and if you respect yourself, somebody else will as well. Yeah. But you also really have to love yourself. I know it sounds silly, but a lot just, of times people are cliche. searching for love. What does that mean? Love well, yourself. I think it just means you have to be at least semi happy with who you are. Like if you don't even right. like who you are, yeah. how can you expect someone else to like you, let alone love you? Mm -hmm. So I think a lot of people jump into relationships to feel like they are loved and to fill this void. But then what happens is you then put so much pressure on the other person to love you to this extent that isn't really capable for them to do on their own. But I think when two people are you know, adults and they kind of know who they are and they're balanced and they have this healthy view on themselves and life and they come together and they can hopefully have a balanced relationship, yeah. if that makes sense. Yep. But what I've heard is like, it's complementary. Exactly. So instead of having somebody complete you mm -hmm. where they're filling voids, right. you already are like very secure in who you are right. and somebody makes your life better. Exactly. But without them, you're okay. Mm -hmm. But with them, it's better. So... So cool. I want to know how you guys kind of compliment each other. You know, like you guys are, you guys are similar, but different. And so similar. Are we similar? A little. We're so different. We're super different. Yeah. No, but you're similar in the fact that you're both <clears throat> boring. <laughs> um, we are both boring. But I don't think I am. I think I'm super interesting. You're the are most you serious? Boring. You are yeah. the most <laughs> predictable person what I've ever met in my life. About? <laughs> What are you talking about? If I, I can never get a day. hold of Ryan, I okay. know he's either pooping or playing video games, sleeping wow. or playing basketball. That exposed. makes sense. That's makes a lot sense. of things like really? you just named. That's a really? lot of things. Yeah. Anyway, I don't think I'm that boring, but yeah, we're very different. She does a lot of things. She has, I have a tiny group of friends. She has a huge group of friends um, that I, she, she has so many friends that I have <laughs> such a hard time. I mean, I don't want to sound racist, but a lot of them are Asian and and very like hard for me to remember. <laughs> she has like three different Gen friends. Well, that so okay. that I think in your defense, I understand. I actually do have like seven friends named Gen, so yes. that's a little hard. And two of them are Gen 
married to Ben. So that's really confusing too, right? One of them is, is a, they're both YouTubers. And they're both Jen YouTube, right, from right. head to toe, Jen Im. Mm-hmm. And they're both married to guys named Ben. Yeah. So I got, I get them mixed up a bit and they get offended. Yeah, Jen or, Im and then Jen Che, yeah, but you know, it's fine. Jay. It, it's fine. <laughs> I know, so funny. I didn't know that her last name was Che. Yeah, Che. Oh. Okay. All right, well, but what is... Yeah, so, you, hey, you didn't even answer the question. Yeah, give what him was the question? What I forgot. Your give answer. him a comment. What do you like about her? What do you like about her? What do uh, I like? That was the, the question. Wow, he looks so upset about that I question. Know. He's like, what do I like? Uh, He's because so upset. There's so many things. He's like, how dare you make me pick one? No, oh. what it, no, what it was the... Uh, that wasn't the original question. Yeah, Paco is asking how we compliment oh, each other yeah, and how we make things work and what you like. I think me. you get me to do a lot of things that I I don't want to. <laughs> initially initially but wow. then it, but then it helps i think it helps because you're right i mean i think if you weren't around i wouldn't do a lot of these things that inspire me essentially Ooh. even if even if it's not a good thing like something i don't want to do it'll still inspire me to create something yeah you know mm-hmm. i think that there's a there's a lot of that and um learning to to be more openly compassionate i think i think lat- naturally i always go logic I think you very much that. so, and but I'm a feeler. I yeah, and she's a feeler. Oh, that's why we're so feelings, opposite. Baby. So mm-hmm. I I've learned to be more. Um, but that's like a kind of normal relationship. Like the that guys isn't normally. Usually, no, it's not. What the not girl's always. super feely. I know. Uh, wow, you're but a sexist. No, but dude. we're not like feely. But then that's the thing. Like we're different in the sense of like I'm not like the type of girlfriend that's like we have to like talk every single day and we have to be together all the time. We have to like always hold hands and be like, we're not like that. Mm. We're fine on our own. We're fine. Like with Ryan here working and me back home working or whatever we, you know, we balance Mm. that out, but definitely. Yeah. Ryan is much more logical. Well, love languages Mm. that, that helped us understanding the, Mm. how many is there? Five, five Five love languages. Our love languages are very different. Yeah, So Ryan is just time and touch. And then mine is probably gifts and acts of service mm. and words of affirmation. So we're literally the, the opposite. opposite. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think the first couple of years was tough, especially with the distance, because we were always a little bit like missing each other. Like, do we like each other? Do we not? And so I think once we kind of figured that out and realized, oh, okay. We're just like, different people. Right, right. Like I think Ryan is, you're happy even if we just spend time together if we're not doing anything. But I'm the type that's like, you know, we need to do things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We have to like. See, I think that's common in a lot of relationships. And I mm. think a lot of couples can relate to. But what helped us is talking about what we're talking about right now. Right, right. I think that will help any relationship to know that. Because I didn't know that people. I was just like, why? I don't understand how you don't understand me. It was a lot of that before. Whereas I think what I learned from her is like people are just different. Like very different. Well, <laughs> and and it, it helps. And it's interesting too because the thing that you guys probably don't know about Ryan is he has all these plans and he has all these ideas, but he's not the type to sort of say it. And he never says anything unless he's actually going to do it. So if I was like, let's say maybe year two in, I'd be like, Hey, let's go do this. And he'd be like, I don't know. Or I don't know if I can. And in my mind, I'm like, dude, just say like, maybe you'll try or maybe we will. But in, but later on, I realized it's because he didn't want to say it and not do it because in his mind, that's worse. Mm. Whereas I think for yeah. me, I would be like, no, I just want to know that you're making the effort, if that makes sense. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, and then to answer Paco's question with Ryan, I like that he's so logical and he sort of like helps me. During your break together. Yeah, yeah. I think for me, like I take <laughs> on a lot of things and I'm doing a lot of things all the time. But in like 
the most simplest way, he's really good about being like, hey, it's okay. You have all these things you have to do today and then you got five new things to do, but everything's gonna be okay. Let's take it one at a time. And so he's really good about like helping me sort of do that. And like we play clash together and a lot of times I start freaking out and I'm like, oh my gosh, we're gonna lose, we're gonna lose. And I just start, start putting cards down. And then he'll be like, no, 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 we're okay. For people who don't know what that is. So it's a game you can play with two people. He'll be like, no, we're okay. We still got this. And then he like calms me down and then we win and it's awesome. Yeah, it's just, I think another (laughs) big one, it's it's just a perfect example. I think. um, Oh my God, Vago, what? (laughs) You guys are so gross. We play Clash every day together. (laughs) No, I think this. Right now, both of you being like this. Hey, I think it'll help other people. Including you. It will. I agree. And it's helping me, but at the same time. That's what I'm thinking. Uh, that's what I think about you all the time. Well, it's okay. <laughs> now it's even. Now it's even. <clears throat> anyway, um, I think another good one is like something that I think I never understood how people couldn't get over is if something bad would happen to you that day, how you would linger on something. Mm. And I always thought like, well, there's nothing you can do about that. It happened. Like, how can you improve it? And versus like a lot of times she'll bring me something like she'll, something bad will happen to her. She'll tell me all about it. And instead of comforting her, which my natural thing is I'm going to solve the problem. How do I stop this from happening in the future? That doesn't work guys and girls <laughs> out there who are logical. That's mostly guys though. Mostly. There are, I would say there mostly, are girls like no, there are, too. but it's mostly yeah. guys who are fixers. Yeah. So don't, I had to learn the hard way. <laughs> like they just want a lot. A lot of people just want compassion and not a solution. Yeah. <laughs> Even no, though I think the thing is, and that's actually something that I do appreciate about you too, is that he helps me get out of that like lingering faster. But I think you have to first approach it with compassion and then fix it. Like for example, let's say like I trip a lot when I walk up the stairs, <laughs> but sometimes like I would fall really hard and then I'd be bleeding and then Ryan would be like, Why did you do that? <laughs> okay, like, I did what? never said okay, it like that. Okay. There is definitely times when you're like, Why would you do that? Or no, I'd be like, What? Were you running? Like, no. Cause I'm trying to think like, maybe you should stop running. Yeah, so, so like for the longest time I was like, he's so mean. But then later I realized in his mind, he's logically trying to fix me so that I no longer stop tripping. Cause he's like, why do you always trip? Yeah, You trip so much. It's but not for normal. me, I know it's not. It's because my mind is faster than my, like, my, like my legs. You're thinking of other and stuff. I'm thinking of other things and my legs just can't keep up. <laughs> so I'm just like, ah. But and a lot I of realized I'm- Sorry. And a lot of times what? I'm trying not to laugh. <laughs> when no. she's really hurt, I can't laugh. He always laughs. See, that's but how she cares about you. Yeah, no, yeah. but now it's fine because I understand where it comes from. But I also, I mean, I'm just, this is like the most like basic example where now though, he's really good about being like, oh, are you okay? And then let's not do that anymore. I don't say, okay. I mean, but he doesn't say it like that. Yeah. But he, you know, there's- Well, the, that's yeah. a very specific example. That's just one example. And I'm obviously this happens in like a lot of other things where like, let's say something bad happens at work and I'm my day is ruined, but then he'll, you know, let me sort of vent through it and he'll be there. But then very short after, he'll point out things that are still positives. And instead of me spending the rest of the day lingering on that and being upset, I'll kind of be over it because he'll have helped me logically- mm realize that, hey, there's really nothing I can do to control that moment and situation. So let's not be sad forever. So in a way, it kind of helps that you guys have different perspectives because you can feed to each other and you can see it from another way. Because if not, I would have never, like if that happens to other people, I would just give the logic, like the solution versus like, Compassion. Like, yeah, you wouldn't have compassion. Yeah. I'm just like, an asshole. I'm just a robot. It's not you that are. you're a robot. I just think it's weird. It's like you're missing this like compassionate DNA gene. 
<laughs> I'm right really is. bad on this right now. What? Well, no, Papa's also no. a feeler too. I'm super feely, dude. Yeah. But you know, Ryan's really sweet. He's <laughs> he really no. sweet. He's really yeah. sweet. And what's crazy is that he's so right sweet now. and he has such a big heart, which is one of the things I love yeah. about him. But he would never really let you know and he'll mm. never take credit for it. And mm. he does a lot of things for people that he, don't know. He likes that to do it behind doing. the yeah, scenes. Yeah, yeah. So he's a type that would really never want anyone to know. Yeah. Definitely not one of those like YouTubers that would go and like film the nice deed. You know yeah, what I mean? Like, like hey, homeless that. person, here's I've yeah. done that before. Yeah, but because you're making fun of, like, of it. We've also yeah. done that though. Oh, I'm telling it now. <laughs> We've done, I mean, just growing up, it, it was just like for fun, yeah. you know? Like it's not because I care. Uh-huh. Oh, I don't okay. care. All right, so I guess his like, motives are really not I'll so sweet. I'm reconsidering everything. It's self. It's selfish. I <laughs> it made a video. Selfish it's, though, yeah. it's, I'm doing it because it makes me feel good, whether mm. people know or not. Mm. It's like you know, I have an extra bucks. I'm gonna go to Walmart, get a blanket or whatever, and we had nothing to do in Hilo, so we drive around and give homeless people blankets and stuff. Mm. It's not because I'm like, hey, let's film this. It's because I'm bored. Yeah, and it's something to do, and it's not a bad thing in my mind, and I feel good about it. So it's selfish. Yeah. But it's different. With an unselfish byproduct. A then. lot of things that we do that are Everything good is selfish. are selfish. That's right. what I've like come even to for me, like you know, you mentioned earlier that I love, you know, meeting young people and helping people. I love connecting people, but it's because I want to help people, but at the same time it makes me feel good. Yeah. yeah. And selfish. so it's, it's very selfish. selfish right. Yeah. <laughs> people need to understand that everything yeah. we do is for ourselves. Yeah, everything and is selfish. It's it's fine. Yeah, it's fine. there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. Like I give Paco romance advice because I want to one day when he gets married be like, hey. Yeah. Because of me. I know. And I'll dap you up. <laughs> and I'll be like, hey, this is hey. Uh, my girl or whatever. Uh, or <laughs> what boy. Or or boy. Whatever yeah, happens. That's cool. Or, I would support it all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. Um, I love you either way. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I want to go into something a little bit deeper now. <gasps> Oh my even oh. deeper than deeper? that. Even deeper. Ryan okay. is so exposed right now. He's yeah. never been this honest. Well, maybe not that life. deep. Maybe not that deep. Just more. I want to know because you guys do have a long distance relationship, and we talked a little bit about uh, dating online and stuff. And a lot yeah. of times, online dating is a lot of long distance at times. Uh, so, what made you know it work for you guys? Like, where did you guys compromise? If you compromised, uh, clearly you did. But you know, talk about it. Like. What, where in your mind, what did you have to give up in order to make this work? I did. Well, I'll, I guess I'll start. <laughs> I had to change. Um, I, I live by habit. I follow the same thing I normally do. So you're boring. And it's sh- maybe Super to some boring. people, but people who live like me understand this is what works and this is what I'm going to stick to. So I had to disrupt my schedule. And to me, that's a big thing. Um, it might not be a big deal to other people. But if you've done a thing a certain way for a long time and it works for you, to change that is is see it sounds bad, but it's a big deal to me. It was a big deal to me. Why are you laughing? <laughs> it's true. That's I I'm mean, just it was, dying because I just remember like year one. There was this time when like I was like, we never do anything, and you were like. We went to the grocery store yesterday <laughs> and he was really proud of that. Yeah. We left the oh house. I would have normally just order things to come to me. Right. Ryan didn't leave his house for like eight months, guys, before we started. That dating. is not true. Okay. Five okay, months. I go Probably to like seven. Yeah. I do things. Very Any, little. Anyway. You do more things now. I do more things now. Dude, and that's people, my adjustment. When people hit me up like, hey, do you think Ryan would do this? I'm like, dude, if you can get him out of the house, that's amazing. Yeah. You talking mm-hmm. shit to people. But you know what though? I've gotten pretty good at 
getting him out of the house. Yeah. Well, I mean, because he cares about you. He L-words you. I came out for your birthday party. He did. One he surprised year. me for my birthday. No, four I'm years about Paco ago too. Oh, oh, sorry. Oh, yeah. No, because you said, "Oh, because I care about you." But I went to his birthday party. Oh, and you left the house for Jenna's <laughs> birthday party. You surprised yes. her in LA too. That was a long time ago. That was, that was like five years ago. I think it's time for another one. <clears throat> I just like being home. Yeah, he does. He likes being home. But yeah, yeah, I would say compromise is probably the biggest thing, and I think it works for us because we're both really busy with what we're doing. And because That's we true. have something going on. I think long distance relationship is really hard when one person is always waiting, if that makes sense. Yeah. yeah. If there's less yeah. that that person, because it's hard to, if you're just waiting around, it's hard to like, you'd be like, oh, why aren't you texting me like every morning and yeah, night? Yeah. Because, you know, if you're working, you probably don't have the energy sometimes or you don't have the time. Um, and I think it's also understanding. Like there's definitely times when we'll talk a lot more. Maybe we'll FaceTime more. Maybe we'll, you know, hop on the phone a lot more. But then there'll be weeks where we won't talk much at all, either because his work schedule is crazy or because mine is crazy. But we have a mutual understanding knowing that that's okay. Mm -hmm. And I think that's something I really appreciate about Ryan because, you know, maybe five, six years ago, there was someone I was dating that when I'd be done filming and I might have a 17-hour day on set, 18-hour day on set where I literally am leaving set, washing my face and hitting the bed so fast that, don't even have time to text goodnight. And it sounds kind of selfish, but just really tired. And sometimes you don't want to talk, but then that person would get really irritated and upset and not understand. And not understand filming schedule or long hours, but Ryan gets that. And so I think, you know, whenever something is busy like that, I don't have to worry that, oh no, he's going to be upset. Like, because he's not, he gets it. You know, and if we make plans and it changes, he's like, all right, that's cool. I get it. And I mean, vice versa. Film, filming in general, I think it's it's really tough for the other person who's not in that industry. Mm. If oh, you're not yeah. in the entertainment industry, to date somebody that is, I think, is it takes a long time to get used to it. I mean, just the fact that, like, I mean, I had to even get used to you just kissing another guy on a show, even <gasps> though it's acting. You oh, know? my gosh. Hey, but you kiss somebody else, too, so calm no, down. I, no, I'm not saying, I'm just, yeah, but no, I'm but just saying you have, honestly, to yeah, yeah, you have to get used to it. And you have to understand, like, mm -hmm. if you're very open about it, like, that's there's there's other obstacles that most couples don't have to go through. Mm -hmm. Right, right, right. And that is a big one. And I'm sure, like, it's not, we're, we're not the only ones that, I mean, if you had to. That's true. You know. But I will say, for those of you guys out there, if you run into that situation, I think kissing on camera is really the most unintimate thing. Mm. I don't yep. think I've ever felt intimacy kissing on camera, which is really kind of sad to say when people are like, wow, you guys have so much chemistry. I'm always like, well, no, that's thank God we're good actors. Yeah, I hope. a compliment. Right. It's like, yeah. Wow, because you guys are so good then. Right, literally, I think I've always felt nothing. And so, and I think it's because you have 150 people staring at you. You've got cameras in your face. You've got lights. It's not what people think. Right, and then it's always funny when you see the most romantic shots and it's so beautiful. Those are the ones that are the most awkward because it's everything slow and they're like, move your hand higher, lower, turn your cheek, turn your face this way, that way. And it's so awkward. But then, you know, with sound and editing and lights, they make it look good. And yeah. so. One of the, one yeah. of the least romantic things. And we, I mean, you know more mm. than anyone is kissing in the rain. Oh gosh, that's Talk the worst. We've done rain. that. Yeah, we've well, we done a small version of that. But, oh, what but you we had did to it a lot with, in Teen Wolf. Yeah, because oh people think it's so romantic because of the notebook, oh, yeah. I would assume. It is. We had this scene where, um, just so you guys know, when you film with rain, it's not like normal rain. It's like 
pouring, pouring water because for it to catch on camera. Normal rain, you can't yeah, see. Yeah, you can't see it. So if you guys ever see it like raining outside and you just try to film it, you really can't see anything. So then to replicate rain for fa- for camera and for film, they just, just go crazy. And I remember when we would do these scenes running through rain, by the time we even get to each other, we just can't see. And then we're kissing and then holding it for however long till they call cut. I remember after every take, we would just release and both be spitting water on the ground and it was just like, bleh. It was gross, but that's, it looks romantic and awesome. So yeah, that's um for we what was that Teen Wolf? Yeah, Teen Wolf. We did that. We kiss in the rain a lot. I feel like yeah, that's there's a, a lot of rain. Rain. That show is very much like it's more of a romance than it was like. Yeah, right? I would Wasn't say it's it? like a lot of romance, a lot of action. It's really fun. It's very dark, uh, but yeah, there's definitely a lot of romance, and they make it look good. We had some really great. Um, we had a great crew. Really great DP. Made it look really nice. I think that was, um, I mean, I said, I said in the video, I said it wasn't my favorite show. Um, oh, people you gave hater. Me, people gave me crap oh, for really? that. They're like, oh, okay, guys, I think Ryan just didn't like it because I he didn't like me kissing another guy. Well. Uh, but we weren't even dating back then. No, no, that wasn't the reason. I just, oh, that's not? Oh. No, I think the show you're on now is great. Oh, I think it's okay. a very good show. I think it's oh, Chicago Oh, he really Mad. likes Chicago Mad. That's yeah, nice. Yeah, it's, well, it's well written. Mm. Not that Teen Wolf wasn't, guys, okay. But I just, I think it's not meant for me. <laughs> I think that's meant for more, I mean, I don't know if it is, but I thought it was meant for more for girls. Guys constantly have these beautiful body shots and not body shots, well, like shots. Um, yeah, we have a lot of guy fans too. And a lot of middle-aged women. There's a lot of moms. Really? I thought it was meant for the you. The only people that like run after me like at the Grove in LA are like 40s, 50s women. Really? Yeah. Well, <laughs> that is, uh, I... I did not know that. I was I thought it was like thirteen to seventeen year old female girls. Yeah, they. But they I think they get more excited for the boys. Yeah, oh. they're they're more excited for like Dylan O'Brien, Tyler, and like Cody. You know those guys. Right. Yeah. Well, um, I didn't realize how long we we're going, but we should go into some Twitter <gasps> questions. Well, so actually, some of those the we can the, go a little longer. The, I think some it's okay. of those questions were so the the biggest similarity was from uh, CM uh, CMY Janice uh, on Twitter. Uh, the question about long distance relationships was mm. from Andrew Tran on Reddit. Well, which ones didn't did we, we do? Did yet? we answer the long distance relationship question? A little bit, like, yeah. Like advice, yeah. compromise. I don't know. What like What do you that. think is the number one advice, and what would you say to make it work? Long distance relationships. Ah, mm. uh, it's hard to say because ours is such a weird thing. I know we it's do. It's so really different from other people. Mm. But like, I think that's something important that every relationship needs to understand is that your relationship, yeah. while a relationship, is unique in its own way, and you need to be able to compromise and not be selfish. Right. Wow, and then something that you. works for you won't necessarily work exactly. for me or you. Yeah. This became a, we talked a lot about relationships. Yeah, but I mean, it's like, yeah, I know, it makes sense. <laughs> yeah. But, um, but also, well, I'm not soft. What? I go super soft, guys. No. Don't listen to him. I don't, I don't know what that I was. I like but. people. I just got to keep my brand up, that's why, you know? Is that your brand? I don't know. Why Who is cares? your brand like that? What made you think that that was a good It's his defense idea? mechanism. Mm. Mm-hmm. I feel like he doesn't care because he's so emotional. It doesn't matter who. He's a very emotional Wait, person. so are there more Twitter, que- Twitter questions? There were more, but I mean, we don't have to stick. We don't have to do it. I just, yeah. I, th- I think Why we could still. hear what's good. Um, if there's any that's good. Paco, what you got? Uh, I guess, you know, uh, Vanessa Mendez asks Arden, what are some actors you would like to work with? Mm. Ooh, you know who I want to work with these days? Gemma Chan. Super Ooh, big fan. Yeah, yeah, I think yeah, she's yeah. the crazy rich gorgeous. Asian. Yeah. Mm. I'd like to work with her. She's been she covered cool. a lot lately yeah. for stuff she's been doing. Like what it, wh- wh- mm. why her specifically? Just because she's pretty? 
<laughs> Not just because she's pretty. Someone's but gonna, I someone mean, clip that and send it to her so that Arden and her can collab in some way. Oh my gosh. No, I just think, I don't know. I just really like her. Yeah. I think she has just a very sophisticated, nice elegance to her, even in her style of acting. I think it's really, right. yeah, really, really great. What I mean, because I really like her, like Natalie Portman. I like Nicole Kidman. I like your like classic beauties. Mm-hmm. And I think it's really exciting to feel like now there's an Asian American woman that I'm like, yes. That's like that. Mm-mm-mm. Okay. Yeah. Another uh, Twitter question uh, from Yellow Paco. So did Wait, what? You, really? Are you serious? Did you guys kiss yet? We're <sighs> waiting till marriage. Yeah. We're not inappropriate. So you guys have kissed other people, but not each other. Yeah, but it's just acting. Mm. Can you guys act right now and kiss each other? Ew, that's so gross. I do not <laughs> want to kiss you. Yeah. <laughs> ASMR. <laughs> mm. I mean, that is, that's so if weird. That's, if you're reading out yourself, then I guess that's it, huh? Yeah, that's kind of it. Oh, okay. You should tell people how really bad you are with trends. Oh, yeah. You're like the slowest. Oh, my gosh. I'll be like, wow, babe, have you seen this? And he's like, um, that was a trend like two and a half years ago. I, why do you always, when you do my voice, it's like, um, <laughs> why, uh, two and a half years ago? Like, because it's like so that's sassy. how I see you. Sometimes oh, when I read your text, I see it like that. <laughs> nah, I don't, I don't put enough emojis. That's a, Oh, that's a good tip. For those of you who are dating, um, especially you guys out there, an emoji will go a long way. Yeah, because a little smiley like, face would turn okay to okay. <laughs> Just add the colon and parentheses, and it changes everything. Are you mad? No! Exclamation point, happy face. Everything. Trust me. If it's me. like, are you mad? And it just, no. Then or you're like, for sure of, he's mad. Or it's because before that, before that, if you, the are you mad will happen if you don't put the emoji. Mm. If you have the emoji, it shows everything's fine. I don't know if that's just us, but I think a lot of and people And if you date relate. a guy that you think is always mad, don't ask him if he's mad because he's probably never mad. I learned that too later. The hard I don't, way. I'm not always appearing no, he, mad. It's, it's not that you appear <laughs> mad. It's that you're more... Oh, see, when you're smiling and you're happy, it's oh, great. But it's sometimes he's so, you're so serious. <laughs> <and then> like <laughs> podcast is never going to end. <laughs> too bad, dude. Yeah, good luck no, editing this. some stuff. Good save. luck editing this. Yeah, for a part two. Yeah, exactly. If you guys would like to see Arden Cho on this podcast again... Why is she always taking over? I don't know, but she's pretty good at it, so. (laughs) We will soon be having an L.A. version of this podcast, and I would like to to nominate myself to be a host for the L.A. podcast. You can be a moderator. Please leave it in the comment section below. Like, comment, and subscribe. We're replacing Paco. I would like to replace Paco. (laughs) (laughs) You'll probably, it's okay, she'll probably be in Chicago doing bigger things. Oh, stop it. I only have two more episodes, and then I'm coming back. Good. Can you say that? You only have two more? Well, I mean, well, the season that ends. Kill the sto- oh, I see. No, no, no. So you I mean, could come back. I could maybe come back for yeah, season five if, if you. you guys tweet to Chicago Man that you love me. That is true. You actually do have to. What? I mean, those things matter. Oh, shows okay. will keep you on if they know that the audience likes you. Yeah. Oh, wow. And that was one. Of, I think. I think that was one of the reasons why they Kira left Teen Wolf too. Well, I, I mean, Kira why stayed left. on. Oh yeah, yeah. Because they wanted you out earlier, right? Yeah, yeah. I think she was only supposed to be on for a few episodes. Oh my gosh, sorry. You're good. Because <coughs> initially you weren't, so it was a, like a guest like <coughs> appearance, like a couple episodes, and then they extended it and then kept, you went on to the next season. Yeah, yeah. Kind of like Chicago Med. That's yeah, what I got really character. lucky with uh, Kira, too. It was only supposed to be, you're right, a couple episodes, but wow. they kept her going, and I think it's because the fans. Yeah, they really liked guys. it. Yeah. <laughs> 
that's pretty I'm cool. I'm like choking. I'm dying right now. I don't yeah, know. Why. I know. All right. Well, this is a good place to end then yeah, before so we she are, dies. We are, <laughs> we are wrapping no, it up. I'm not dying. Yeah. First, she put down her dog, and then, yeah. <laughs> and then she's putting herself down. Yeah. Well, All she right. put you down too. Oh my gosh. Stop well, it. I, and I'm sorry. I didn't mean to roast you so much. I wasn't really roasting you. I know. You. It's fine. I'm just kidding. Ooh, can we I'm hear you guys? Sensitive. I'm not Paco. I'm not sensitive. Can we? Oh my gosh. Are we going <laughs> to fight? Let's not fight. I'm just can kidding. Can we hear you guys say the L word to each other? What? Lizard. Anyway. Olive juice. Thank you so much for tuning in to the Off the Pill podcast. No, anything but, to plug? Do you have any? No, yeah, I am. I was going to. Oh. Come on, dude. Dude, I'm just worried because sometimes you just end things. I was going to say, randomly. thank you so much for tuning to the Off the Pill podcast. I'm not even going to say it. I'm not even going to say Off the Pill podcast. Do it real now. And uh, I was going to say, remember to check out her Leonard and Church watches. She just became <gasps> CEO, you. small business. So I'm you a CEO. Support she a CEO. CEO. Oh, I thought you messed up at first, but no, yeah. No, CEO. Yes. And yeah. again, thank you to Skillshare. We don't have to do another plug, but oh. just shout out to them. Mm. And, uh, do you have anything that you want to plug yeah, though, personally? Else? Um Wow. <laughs> that was Chewy. That Chewy's was her dog. Like, She's getting so me. mad. Yeah. Shout Wait, out to Chewy. Actually, yeah, Chewy's like coughing or something. But yeah, um, I guess follow Chewy Cho. No, I'm just playing. I'm just playing. <laughs> that was a good plug. No, that was but a good segue. It's funny because she she was like, yeah, Hello, I'm up. here. What yeah. The, Chewy got a plug before me. I know. You and watch Paco's Twitch. Yeah, I no, guess. No, don't watch but that. That's gross. Yeah, That's follow gross. me. Um I might post YouTube videos again. I'm not sure when, but I feel like I keep thinking about it. Um yeah, it was a good series though, the one where you're eating with different people. I thought, yeah, I like that. The one where you did with Ryan oh, and me and yeah, Derek. Yeah, yeah. That, that was, was fun. Good, yeah. That was fun. And then I just got busy and actually started filming Chicago Med and I was going back yeah. and forth so much that I got hard. She's doing real things. No, We're it's just here not. Fucking I around. love YouTube. It's just for those of you guys who don't know, YouTube is a lot of work. You have to is. wear every hat. And so I think YouTube is so tough, but it's definitely something that I always want to do. And so, yeah, um, hopefully I'll be back and then definitely thank you. I appreciate it. If you support Leonard and church, please follow us. And if you have graduation gifts or birthday gifts or whatever, I think it's a great present. There you go. That's nice. the plug. Thank you. So how we end this thing, we always end up. Wait, where do the they mic. follow? You're right. I forgot. Oh, <laughs> you're right. You're what right. Do you mean? Uh, follow us uh, at off the pill on Twitter and at off the pill podcast on Instagram and Reddit. And I don't know what the Reddit is. Reddit.com slash R slash Nigahiga. There you wow. go. Wow. Follow us there. And um, we'll see you guys next time in three, two, Just breathe into the mic. That's how we end it. Wow. You don't yeah, even watch anyway. the podcast. It's very long. A shout out to all the people who are still here because if you stay past when you know we're going to end the podcast, you're a real one. Type. We'll give them a secret code so that we know if you guys stayed or not. And don't explain what the code is. Just if you're still here, type in. Purple elephants. All right. All right. Type are in coming purple. for you. Um, <laughs> That's the fun. I mean, that's not the funniest thing we can come up with. Oh, that, uh, purple sorry. elephants are purple elephants are good. I don't know why I was thinking about purple elephants. I don't know either. All right, <laughs> type in purple elephants, and we know you're real. Bye. <laughs> that's Bye. it. Bye. <laughs>